Welcome to Behind the Scenes, Project Management at Siemens. In this podcast series, you are not going to hear project management methodologies, processes, or guidelines, or not even projects in particular. You are going to hear stories, personal experiences, and journeys of people behind the scenes, project managers and commercial project managers within Siemens from all around the world. I'm Darya Iran. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, Project Management at Siemens. In this episode, our guest is Vanessa Alvarez-Perez. Hi, welcome, Vanessa. How are Hi, you today? Dear. I'm good. How are you? Thank you very much. I'm really excited to have you as a guest today. So can you introduce yourself a little bit? Of course. First of all, thank you very much for inviting me to this uh, session here. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, my Siemens journey, maybe a little bit about that, started like almost 20 years ago. Um, I started with my apprenticeship to an industrial clerk. And after that, I joined the former building technologies department, today known as regional solutions and services. And I started in the procurement department, actually, procurement and accounting. Stayed there for seven years before I started my project management journey. Yeah, started all in Germany and made my way basically through the projects, bigger projects. Had the opportunity to visit or go for a couple of years to the Middle East, to Dubai. And I'm now back in Germany for another project assignment Cool. And um, you studied business administration, yes, right? Yes, correct. Industrial clerk. And then I did my bachelor basically after I finished the apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. I'd like to talk a bit about this commercial project manager role with you. So um, in most um, companies, we don't see this role in the project management. In Siemens, as we have in the company management CEOs and CFOs, in the projects, we also have this uh, assignment with a project manager and commercial project manager responsible for completing all commercial financial related matters of the customer projects. But I would like to learn how do you think of this role and uh, how do you choose your path into the project management after you start um, in the procurement department? Yeah. So, yeah, as you rightly said, I mean, it's not only to oversee see the budget um, and monitor all the expenses related to the to the project. It's like a little bit the the binding part between the customer, um, the project site team and the management inside. Not only to, to handle all the commercial aspects as in money wise, but also um, handle the team um, interact with the team, keep all the stakeholders basically in place and happy <laughs> at this point. Mm -hmm. And also, I think this is a very good connection with the technical topics and how they affect at the end of the day, the financial part of the project in every sense. Correct. Yeah, that's that's very much correct. So we are basically trying to keep the quality of course, um, meet the requirements of the project, but also be 
within the budget and within all the guidelines that we have to apply to, so to say. And it's a hand-in-hand role with the project management, right? So how do you see that this, let's say, dual team-up supports the project? It's a very close relationship, especially the the commercial project manager and the project manager, also with the rest of the team. But specifically, these two people uh, have to communicate constantly on a daily basis. They have to be updated about whatever a person has on the agenda. They are working very close together. For you, so what does it take to be a good commercial project manager? Of course, a part of understanding um, the financials and and everything that goes along. And it's also on a personal level, like you have to be a good team player. You have to manage your team. There is a lot of dynamics. All the guidelines that we have also have the person in in mind and keep the relationship in a way that everyone is happy, motivated and um, drives to for the goal of the project to satisfy the customer and deliver Mm -hmm. the project. Um, And also there are many connections with the suppliers and the customers in this role, right? What is that you see critical in these stakeholder management? I think this is a challenge specifically in the beginning of the project when we when we get the project to set up the first uh, structure, the communication structure um, with the customer specifically, Mm -hmm. and also to choose the right suppliers and subcontractors and keep the information in both ways flowing in a correct, yeah, good way so that everyone knows exactly what we are doing, that we are all going for the same end result and that we support each other. Um, you mentioned that you started in the procurement side and how does your previous experience in, in this field supported you in your role as a commercial project manager? So I was always interested in how the project turned out at the end. So in the procurement, you you are involved in the beginning and you negotiate the suppliers and subcontractors. You you know a little bit about the project, but you never really get to see the full end product. And I always wanted to know more about this. How does it go? How does the supplier subcontractor that I negotiated or I picked maybe, how did they perform? Was it a good project? Was it a bad project? So I was always intrigued by all these things and uh, asking questions. For me, it was always a very interesting role because you have so many different, you have a large variety on internal stakeholders, so to say. You're talking to legal, you're talking to procurement, to accounting, to the managers. So having connection to more stakeholders, getting to see the whole lifespan of the project at the end of the day was the reason why you moved from procurement to project management. Is it, it correct? It was more interesting because you have so many different things to do. So in procurement, you would negotiate, yes, but you would not necessarily go into all the other topics of accounting, legal, legal maybe sometimes. You have so many other things that you have to focus on, and it makes it um, interesting. The diversity of the topics is just very impressive uh, Mm. in the projects. You mentioned that you also have an international experience. So you moved to Dubai, you worked there for a couple of years, and then come back to Germany. How was your journey and what are your uh, observations on the cultural differences and how that affects the way we work? So can you tell a little bit more about your experience, your international experience? No, of course. Yeah, so in the beginning, I was very afraid, I have to say, when, when the decision was made. First, I was very motivated and said, yes, of course, I'll go there. But when when it was the day one, <laughs> it was a little bit overwhelming. 
I think it was only hard in the beginning, the first two, three months to get used to everything, uh, new country, uh, completely different culture, but a very international um, community over there. So it was also for me a little bit the language barrier. My English was not as fluent as it as it is today. So it was the language barrier and, and just the how do you approach everyone correctly? How do you talk to the people? How do you approach customers? Completely different than that I'm used to from, from Germany. So this was in the beginning a little bit of a challenge, but um, with the time you kind of grow into it and I very much enjoyed the time over there. It was also a different field, so I moved from the building management system field into the energy savings field, had different projects and yeah, overall a very good learning experience. I think I grew a lot, not only on a professional level, also personally. It kind of opens your eyes a little bit more to the world. Yeah, you understand other cultures a lot better if you have gone through, through such an experience. What are your biggest learnings from this diverse environment? Probably just to respect the people as they are. Just simply, we come all from different cultures. We all have different um, opinions maybe about certain things. And just to, yeah, don't judge the people on the first and, and uh, be so negative. Just be open, listen to them and accept whatever is there. So that is probably the biggest, oh. one of the biggest learnings. That's a lifetime That's, yeah. learning, I would yeah. say. Yeah, It, it opens your eyes really a little bit more. So everyone that has the opportunity, I would totally say, do it. Just take it and go for mm. two, three years in a different country. Get out of your comfort zone and see the, see the world yeah. with different eyes a little bit. That's true. Let's a little bit talk about challenges. So what do you think are the biggest challenges in the project management as a commercial project manager? Specifically for um, projects itself, I think there are two parts which challenge or which have the biggest challenges, which is one in the beginning to set up the project and get the team on board because usually you are always engaged in multiple projects. So you have to finalize things and get ready for the next one but also towards the end when the timeline the completion is close by um, usually like it is in the <laughs> in the projects you always run a little bit short on the time I would say so you have to do a lot of things in parallel yeah, the stress level is the stress level is through the roof yeah the stress level is getting <laughs> higher <laughs> through the roof and um I see myself as a commercial project manager there to kind of keep like the overview a little bit, uh, keep the team still together, focused on, on quality, of course, and on the end goal, but also have the budget in mind, like try to, to keep everything in line so that it doesn't spill over on all the sides and um, <laughs> yeah, navigate or help them to navigate towards the end. What is it that inspires you most? The most inspiring part for me as a CPM is the end product, so to say. So seeing a project built up from the beginning till the end and then see that all parts fit together and... and, and Maybe like making a puzzle, right? So yeah. you put every time one piece and at the end you see the whole picture and it's beautiful. It's just, you know, clicking and you see the impact you create So I, I assume yeah. that. 
I don't know if this is what you mean, but I assume that this could be the inspiring part at the end. So is this the one that's inspiring that, you? That's the inspiring part, yes, to see at the end the project come together, the single parts that you have been working on throughout the whole project timeline, the materials, the installation part, the software, whatever it is. In the beginning, it's all, yeah, like a puzzle and you have to put it together step by step. And at the end, you have the full picture of it. And that's what is actually the most satisfying moment as well of the project yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> to see that everything works, the customer is satisfied and uh, you made an impact uh, on the customer side. Um, and depending what project you are working on, if it's an office building or pharmaceutical plants or whatever it is, the hotels, we had a lot of hotels in the in the past. So you know that people will really benefit of what you just accomplished over there with the team. So that is the that is probably the most inspiring part. That's cool. And I like this question the most, actually. What is the fun part? <laughs> the fun part is always being at site and just, um, yeah, see, see all the chaos that is going on on, on the project side <laughs> <laughs> when it's high peak and uh, everyone is just running around like headless chickens. No, um <laughs> yeah, I think there are a lot of moments like I like this answer. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of moments like this, uh, which I really en enjoy because it's like you're always so focused on work. Yeah, like just the being together and um, and working together on something, strategize things, brainstorming sessions, um, all these things with the team. This is probably the fun part. Yes, of course. <laughs> But for me personally, being at site and see what is really going on on site what the people are doing, who is working there, how many are there, because there are sites from one day to another, you see over hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and you think, where are they all going to go? It's like just a small building and <laughs> uh, yeah, it gives you a different perspective um, instead of sitting only in the office. I understand that a lot cannot go out uh, on site, but um, yeah, it's something that I really enjoy. Do you have a moment in your career where you will always remember? Yes. <laughs> um, yes, I have a, definitely a moment in my career and it was really at the beginning, I would say, of my commercial project manager journey. Um, right when I transferred from the procurement department to be a CPM and my manager back then, he straight away threw me into two or three of the biggest projects that that department had back then. And I was really scared and I kept saying, I cannot do this. I just, I, I was working in the procurement for seven years and now I should do the biggest projects that you have. And he would say, you can manage it. I know that you can. You, you just go, we help you along the way, but you can. He supported me all the way through. He supported me through the um, certification process as well. And he pushed me, he believed in me at a time where I didn't believe in myself at this point in the beginning. Wow. So uh, he really helped me a lot in my journey and yeah, very happy for, for this man. He retired last year, so I hope he can enjoy his retirement, yeah. but he helped me a lot in my to, in the start of my CPM career. Yeah, this is very important. I think you were very lucky to have someone believing in you. Uh, even you don't believe yourself at that moment, but I also think that this you know takes time to have the believe in yourself, to have the courage to start new things, to take challenges and so on. And when you're young, you feel this hard and somebody encouraging you, somebody pushing you maybe, 
um, that is a really good luck. Yeah, that's that's I can absolutely sign off on this. Um, sometimes it's good if someone is there to to yeah push you out of your comfort zone again. They they will always be there to help you. You can always ask for help if you need it. But sometimes you mm -hmm. need that little extra push from the back to to start moving in mm -hmm. the right direction. Yeah. Um, do you also recall role models when you look into your path? Do you have role models um, in your career that shapes um, the path you would like to walk? As a role model, I would say... In, in in my career path so far, I have one particular person in mind. Um, I worked with in a lot of projects. He's a senior project manager. Mm -hmm. He's been with Siemens over 40 years, 45 years, I think. So a very experienced uh, wow. guy as well. Has seen a lot of different um, departments switched in between. But I was admiring him for his way of handling difficult times at a project he always mm. knew how to react correctly it would always seem very controlled and calm towards the customer towards subcontractors whatever issue was there he would always be very calm analyze everything and then somehow with his way of talking to the customer change the problem most of the times uh, into an opportunity wow uh, He had that, or he still has that, that feeling how to how to turn real problem into a good thing for us, and at the end maybe even get out a few mm. euros um, by turning it in a real opportunity. So this is this is a person that I admire really. Yeah, and I wish I can I still have a little bit of time to learn from him a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, last question. What would you advise to your young self? So you go back and you meet the Vanessa. Uh, she's <laughs> just at the beginning of her career. <laughs> you know, this exciting <laughs> woman, young woman. And so what would you tell her? Yeah, that's not too difficult, actually. <laughs> um, I, definitely, <Yeah. laughs> I definitely would tell her to... Um, speak up more because in the beginning I was a very, very shy person and I would say yes and to, to not confront somebody or to not say something negative or going to a discussion. Uh, I would rather say yes and mm -hmm. then work my way through somehow differently. So I would say to my younger self, speak up for sure. Um, stand for yourself there. And Also, believe in yourself a little bit more like my manager did in the beginning, because sometimes you can you can really do things that you've never imagined before. You just need to try. And if you fail, okay, you try again. Or if it's really not for you, you change a little bit, but um, at least believe in yourself that you can do something and move forward. So this would be, I think, the two major points. Wow, that's an amazing end to this great conversation. Thank you very much, Vanessa. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Daria, for having me here. Thank you for listening. I'm Daria Iran. This podcast is a production of Siemens. If you would like to explore our world, please visit Siemens.com.